let's go. G'day and welcome to episode 25 of Two Red Chairs. I'm your host Frank as always and today I have on another brilliant, brilliant woman that is sharing a story that uh, I'll be totally upfront here, gets a bit heavy in terms of um, the life experience that my guest Amy Kuo has uh, had to tragically go through. Um, as a heads up, Amy lost uh, one of her parents, her mother, back um, three years ago now, and I can't personally relate with that kind of experience. Um, she lost her mother to cancer, though my mother at the moment is going through cancer herself, so I could relate there on that level, but going into the conversation, I totally wasn't aware of that. Um, Amy shared with me before that she wanted to talk about how she started her business um, from mental health battles and how organization skills that she had from a previous job influenced her uh, transition into creating her business, Author Brand Studio. Um, so it caught me a little bit off guard, but I didn't want to press on that experience that she had. I wanted to respect what she came on here to to share. She does touch on that experience of losing her, her mum and nearly her father as well, um, which just was a compounding, you know, tragic time, though the the most amazing thing out of this story, which is why I think it's such a great episode to listen to, um, to be inspired by or to maybe even relate to if you've, you've gone through similar events in your life, that um, creativity just allows us to to do what we do best. Like it, it, it weirdly inspires us or motivates us either through necessity or just through the love of it to help us process what's going on in our life in a different way to, I think, many others out there. Anyway, I'm not going to rabbit on. I'll come back at the end of the episode to to, to kind of debrief and, and point you in the right direction of Amy. But this is my chat here with Amy Quo all the way from Orlando, Florida. Hey, Amy, welcome to Two Red Chairs. Thanks for sitting down in the uh, proverbial, non-existent, you know, <laughs> figurative red chair here. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Amy, could you introduce yourself who you are, where you're from, how long you've been a creative for, and then we can get into the guts of your story. Yeah, well, I'm Amy Quo, and I'm the owner of Author Brand Studio. I'm based out of Orlando, Florida, and I feel like that's a trick question because I feel like all of us creatives would say we've been creative our whole lives, but professionally, I've been creative for, I guess, about 10 years at this point, yeah. And what about your business? How long has that uh, been going for now with Author Brand Studio? Yeah, I am about to hit my third anniversary next month. Woo! Yeah, you you got one year on me. <laughs> oh really? Oh, <laughs> well, actually, maybe maybe six months. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think yeah, yeah. I started in July twenty eighteen. So yeah, not too dissimilar. Oh, that's which is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So congrats. Yeah. Nice one. Alrighty. Um, Amy, you got a, an interesting story to share here. It touches on mental health. It touches on organization, and we kind of meld in between the two. So if we start right back to, you know, the beginning of your story here and what you wanted to share, and we can take some learning points out of it for all those that are listening, because um, I think it's a great story to share and, and 
there are going to be other people out there that have potentially gone through a similar kind of headspace. Um, it's something that obviously as creators, we don't talk too much about our mental health. So um, please, this is this is your platform to, uh, to share with everyone um, that story of yours. Yeah, so um, just a quick backstory for me. Um, I began my professional career outside of college at Disney. Um, where I worked for two and a half magical years, as everyone can imagine. And um, after that, um, I got let go due to budget cuts. And then that, and within a few months, um, I got married. I uh, lost a parent uh, to cancer, almost lost a second one to cancer. Uh, we moved. My husband got a new job. And so we had all these life events happening all at the same time within uh, one year um, in the calendar. And at that time, um, I had gotten a new job working at an ad agency downtown, which was a really great job, like wonderful team, great people to work with. But because I had been through all those personal, you know, issues and, you know, my personal life with my family, um, you know, my mental health just took a tank. And I had always struggled with my mental health on and off throughout college and everything, but I had been doing really well for a long time. And then for the few years leading up to, you know, my mom's passing and all those circumstances going on, my mental health just deteriorated bit by bit. And because we had trauma after trauma, you know, back within four weeks of it, within four weeks of each other, we had those back to back that we were dealing with, um, with our family. And then I was working a super busy job and I just didn't have time to decompress, to process, to grieve, to really get in touch with myself and my emotions. And so it all kind of boiled over to a point um, about, uh, it was February, so that would be three years, actually it would be about three years ago now, um, things got really bad and I had to make the choice of do I stay in this job where I was crying every day before I went into work. You know, it was a busy demanding job, but it wasn't because of the job itself, it was just because it was just one more thing suppressing everything and all those emotions were starting to break out and starting to seep through. Um, and I just had to make the choice, you know, do I stay in this job and risk potential harm to myself with my mental health or do I, you know, take a, take a step out into the unknown and say, I'm going to start my own business because that's the only option I have. So starting a business was never my plan. Um, my plan was to stay at Disney forever and have, um, you know, magical time, uh, you know, creating the dream for everyone visiting the parks, but that wasn't to be. And so I had to make that choice for myself and say, you know, I just have to, I have to leave this job. I have to start my own business. That was the only option I had at that point. I can't work for somebody else. I'm not fit to show up to a nine to five in this place. I just need to process and decompress and grieve and understand what happened over the last couple of years. And so I did it. I put in my two weeks notice um, and my, my team had been so supportive this whole time through the whole process. So it really was no fault of my job, but I just had to do it for myself and I had to make that step. And it was this instant like wish of relief and space and processing. And it was probably the healthiest decision I'd ever made, but that doesn't mean it was an easy one for sure. And if you were to do it over again, do you think that if, if, if nothing like that had happened in your family life, those, you know, those mm -hmm. terrible experiences and, and please offer my condolences, you know, it is a bit later down the track, obviously, but mm -hmm. if, if you were 
still in that job? Do you think you'd still be there, do you reckon, if, if none of this had, had occurred? That's a really good question. I, I'm i honestly not sure. I think I would have stayed um, a lot longer than I did. I probably would have stuck, um, stayed with it for another year or so. Um, and I really, I really enjoyed what I did, but, um, so the role I was doing, I was a project manager and it wasn't quite fulfilling my need to be a creative. And so while I learned like all these incredible project management skills and building timelines, like that was my job day in, day out, building project timelines. And now I look back and I say, wow, I really learned a lot from that job, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I would have stayed long-term in that, um, you know, as amazing as it was you know, and how great my team was. And I loved what I did, but I I don't think, I think I went too far from my creative roots. And so I think I kind of noticed that shift as well, which is why when I was in that, you know, place struggling with my mental health so poorly that I had to make a drastic choice like that to leave my job. um, That's why I thought maybe I should start my own business because then I can do the kind of work I enjoy, do work I love, um, get to control my schedule, be my own boss and be able to find that balance that I need. I wonder as well then, I guess what my question was probably leading to is, was starting a business ever a consideration prior to those events? Like had you always wanted to start a business? Like I'd always wanted to start my own business and be my own boss Mm -hmm. and do all that kind of thing from a very early stage of my design career once I left even um, high school. Um, I just wonder if that was the same for you, if that had ever been in the back of your head that I want to do this one day. I think it had been really, really far back in my head, like super way far back. I think back in college, I had um, kind of thought about it and learned about others who were starting businesses and thought, you know, that could be something I could see myself doing someday. I think that would be a lot of fun. But, you know, then Disney called and, you know, you go down and you get sucked into this magical world um, where you're getting to make an impact and seeing what you're doing and getting to do some really mind blowing projects. And I think that was always my dream was to get to be able to be a part of that and do that storytelling through that. So I think I think for me, it was something that it just kind of happened. Yeah, that I just like the way you you talk about every time that Disney comes up, the magical part like that just seems so ingrained. It's just amazing. <laughs> I really love the way you speak about that. Um, when starting your business, then so you you've tackled that hurdle of making that hard decision to to leave your job and do something that's for you now. What was that learning curve like to start that business? And and were there skills that you had learned in either that project management role or even at Disney that influenced you know that that whole process of starting a business because it's not easy. Um, mm-hmm. but how, how did that influence and, and make it either, you know, a better experience a more easier transition or, you know, was it equally difficult? I think, I mean, there's just so many routes I could take this question. I think, yeah. um, yeah, there's a huge learning curve of starting a business. I never imagined how hard it would be, but I think having the professional experience that I had had, really set me up for success because I learned through Disney and then through um, reading about, you know, starting a business for entrepreneurs and how important project management is to that. I learned through all those how important that would be to building great client relationships. And so because I brought all that with me, I was able to immediately set off and have good relationships with the few clients I had. I had 
one client who maybe sent me a small project here and there when I started. I had no yeah. clients when I started my business. So it was a very, it was a very slow, what was that, 2018? Yeah, it was a very slow 2018 for me, very mm -hmm. slow. Yeah. Lots of TV watching that year, but, and, <laughs> you know, and, you know, recovering. But all that aside, I, I do think that having that experience that I had really set me up to say, hey, you know, I can't just work in a silo. I can't just, you know, receive a project, take it on, shoot back an email to the client, call it a day. Like I have to build a wonderful experience for them and it can grow time after time. But, you know, one of the best ways that I can make my clients feel taken care of is by having a clear process for them where they never have to ask, oh, what's the next step? What's going on? Where are you? When am I going to get this deliverable? When am I going to see the logo? Whatever it may be. And so because I had that experience and I also knew how important it was to build project schedules, to never be late on a deadline, to plan out in advance, um, you know, every step of the project and give deadlines to it. Because also that was part of it for me. I am not a very disciplined person. If something has no deadline, then it's never getting done for me. So by setting those dead, having that experience, setting deadlines and sticking to them, that's how I've been able to keep myself going and keep myself afloat and do those basic things get, that can really make or break your freelance career, which can be not delivering on time, not communicating with your clients, not giving them a clear and easy process to work with. So I do think that that experience really set me up um, to handle those relationships well, um, especially yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, that, that's so great to hear that, you know, it's interesting that the bits that we pick up from previous, you know, parts of our career that shape the way that we, you know, now as creative business owners um, gives that great, you know, experience for our clients. And, and especially if you're not an organized person, like for me, I'm down to like a notebook and a pen type of thing. I'm not using things like Asana or, or anything like that because for me, like that just distracts me completely from what I need to do. Mm -hmm. But in the same respect, it's like trying to remember all these different things and make sure everyone's happy and, um, I think if you can happy, find that happy balance, like it sounds like you have mm -hmm. definitely nailed here, that works for you, works for your clients, that's perfect. And that's what we all want, I, I would imagine. Um, in terms of, I guess, that success building up then, how, as a business owner, like is this something that you just love doing now and you wouldn't, you know, change it for anything in the world? Like if Disney asked you back right now, like, would you go back or, or would you stay strong and, and keep this business going because this is what you love doing now? No, I love what I'm doing now. And I'll be honest, because I started my business out of need and not because of it was a lifelong dream and I planned for it and I saved up my income so I can make the leap. No, no, no. no. Like I, I just had to go straight into owning my own business and freelancing um, because of where I was at that point. So um, yeah, so it took me a long time to come to terms with that and to embrace the path that I was on. It honestly, it took me about a year and a half to really say, you know what, I'm going to own this. I'm happy that I have my own business. I'm excited. I'm not looking back. I'm not always looking over my shoulder, wondering when Disney's going to call, which, spoiler alert, they don't just call you out of the blue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, as, as, if they, as if they were banging down my door to hire me back full time. Yeah, no, yeah. that was not happening. Sure. So, 
Yeah. So I think for me, I love what I'm doing. I love that I get to have freedom. I get to pivot and change and grow my business. If I don't like the kind of work I'm doing, I can change and do other kind of work, you know, and I can take on clients I want to work with and say no to other things. And so, and I can always keep learning and growing new skills. And that's not something that you can get in a corporate job or even an agency job, perhaps, you know, you're, you know, doing the work that you're given, the role that you're assigned, and there may be some room for flexibility. I always did find that room, um, especially when I worked at Disney. I always kind of made my own path. But there's really not that much flexibility if you want to learn a different skill set or go in a different trajectory. And I think for me, that's what I love is that freedom. But then also the freedom to you know, balance my mental health you now that I'm in a much better place after these past few years. It's still something I have to work on, my work-life balance, my anxiety levels etc. So I still really appreciate that I can take an off day or I can take on less work for a season or, you know, whatever I need to do. I can, you know, go to the gym over, you know, my lunch break. You know, so yeah. I know a lot of people are locked down. I'm in Florida where we can kind of just do whatever with masks on, which is <laughs> sure. honestly kind of nice. But um, yeah, you know, I can, I can, or I can take a walk or whatever, you know, if things are really bad, I can take a walk with my dog mm. over mm -hmm. lunchtime. And yeah, so I think for me, all that is like, I think just the freedom, um, freedom professionally, freedom personally. And I am really so happy and so thankful that I'm on the path I'm on now. That's amazing. And that's so good to hear that you, you're on track and, and moving through that new phase of your life, overcoming mm -hmm. adversity. And this is kind of like a reoccurring theme from a couple of people that I've had on now. And um, with Loz and now yourself, Amy, of, of sharing that story of, you know, some real, you know, real life adversity and how creativity comes out of that as a result. I find it just amazing. Like uh, I'm just reiterating what I've said before in another podcast episode, but it, it, it's just astounding to me. That, and it's so inspiring to know that creativity can really be that catalyst for change for us, especially if we do have that creative bone and that sensibility and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. So I'm so glad to hear that that's what's, you know, giving you that new kind of perspective on life and that enjoyment and that fulfillment. Um, and as you said, that work-life balance, that for me was a, a big, a big kicker to want to do that. Mm -hmm. And having a growing family, it was kind of like nearly became a necessity to have that balance. So that way, you know, I could help out where I could and, and do that kind of thing. So, and that might be something on the cards for you in the future. I'm not too sure, but um, <laughs> I'm not going to prompt anything there, but um I want to say though, thank you very much, Amy, for, for sharing that story. Um, it, it's so inspiring to hear stories like that, where it hasn't been such an easy road to to find what you know you love and do. But at the end of the day, you've had that payoff, and um, mm -hmm. that's why I think a lot of people will resonate with that if they've gone through similar kind of things, or to even have perspective on their own situation to realize that mm -hmm. you know it's not always as easy as it might seem. Um, so thank mm -hmm. you so much, Amy, for sharing. Yeah, of course. Okay, Frank's back here. Uh, really want to thank Amy for coming on the show here. Sharing an experience like that uh, takes immense amount of courage and vulnerability to to share something that is very close to her. Um, it is some tragic events that have built up to what she has done now as a business owner. I really commend her for doing so. It takes a lot of strength and determination to start a business of all things, let alone if there's no real, you know, 
adversity going in your life that still can be a challenge, I can't imagine what compounding that would have been. I didn't really want to touch on it too much during our conversation because I wasn't sure how comfortable Amy would be going, you know, into more of that conversation because what she wanted to chat about was her experience of how she started her business and what the organizational aspect of it helped her create what she has. So I was totally unaware that that was going to be her story, as I said at the start of the episode, but I really want to thank Amy for sharing that. And look, if this has brought up um, some things for you that you might have gone through a similar experience or you might be going through um, family um, tragedy at the moment or experiences that are bringing you down a bit, please seek um, some professional help or at least turn to those that you have in your support network your friends or your family um, to to talk about this kind of thing it, it really does help but all in all um, as I said before in in our chat that I'm so inspired by creatives that that come out of adversity and use that creativity as a way to process things and come out you know stronger and better people and you know obviously it's from a tragic event in Amy's case but um, I, I just look at what she's doing now and, and it's so inspiring to watch. So thank you, Amy. Where you can find Amy and to connect with her is on Instagram at Author Brand Studio. Um, you can find her there. Share your perspective with her. Thank her for um, sharing with all of us. And other than that, I'd love you to also consider coming on and sharing your story. It doesn't need to be um, a similar story to Amy's. It can be any kind of story that you feel has shaped you as a designer, as a business owner, as an individual. That is something that others might take something from to feel like it's not just them or to feel like there's something inspirational to motivate others, whatever it might be. So if you'd like to do that, hit me up on Instagram at Life. And you can um, set up a, a time to for us to chat with a Zoom call. Really, really simple. I'm making it sound like it's very complicated in the way I'm delivering this. But if you hit me up, we can schedule a time and jump on a quick call to chat through uh, what your experience is. And we can uh, share that with everyone else in the community. So with that, that's the end of the episode. I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Until then, bye for now.